The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. When I talk to old people, I keep it really superficial because I'm just afraid of like what will happen if you like get an old person vulnerable um, because it's just like, I don't know the last time that they were. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'll become responsible for if this person starts talking about their real feelings to me. And I I just can't. You're just old. Bottled up. You have a nice watch on your wrist, and that's all I need to know about you. Please yeah. don't, you know, don't don't take us any further. Oh, I know it hurts. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, 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 I... All right. You came to the right place, you ding-dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs> Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that has a sponsorship. It's your boy, Ethan. <laughs> and I'm Patrick, and oh boy. There's sponsor, uh, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited. Welcome to The Crunch, Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner, the Wednesday episode where we answer your dating questions. On Sunday, we solve the world's problems. On Wednesday, we solve your problems. And of course, your problem is you don't got a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and we're here to fix that. Ethan. Can I just say? Dr. Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say we're the only real dating podcast for Catholics? Like we're the only real comedy podcast. We're also the only real dating podcast. Are there other dating podcasts for Catholics? That's what I'm saying. There's got to the, be. The fact, that you have, be. the fact that you have to ask tells you all that you need to know. Nobody asks, is there, is there a priest that reads the catechism in a year? Nobody asks because you know. You know that it exists. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand? Yeah. I would like to thank yeah. the, the Gather dating app. Go to comegather.app. They have uh, sponsored this episode. Download the Gather Dating app. You'll hear about it in the ad in the middle of the episode, but they're they're really, really great. But go to Come Gather. Just being goofy, you'll love it. Listen to the yeah, ad. Yeah, listen to it. But thank you, Gather, for sponsoring this episode. We love good Catholic dating apps. Yes. Uh, I love apps are coming back in a big way. Oh, yeah. I feel like I've downloaded more apps in the last six months than I have in the previous four or five. I do, I do feel that. I think apps are coming back. Gen Z, it used to be the uh the stat was that most people automatically turn off notifications mm-hmm. on new apps they get. I think that's mm-hmm. changing. Oh, they leave um, the notifications. I do on? see I do see the uh the world of online course click funnel grind set people are going more towards build your own app for your course instead of gosh. That sounds awful. Yeah. So you not only you want me to build a course, build an audience, but you also want me to build a tech company to build an app to sell the yeah, course to for the my audience. course. Yeah. It's just a yeah. lot of steps. Just it's 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 silly. It's silly. It's the same. The my parish app does this for parishes. Like we'll mm-hmm. build you an app, and it's it's like clunky. clunky it's not clunky, not, but it's like it's not good. It's you know, gonna be a it's gonna be a, a copy paste app. Back know? in the day when dudes wanted to sell a course, they would just go outside and yell at people on the street. 
you know? <laughs> they didn't need That's how Dave Ramsey got started. He was like, hey, come to my this classroom I rented, and I'll teach you how to get out of debt. That's, That's how true. he started. He would yell at people on the street, and he'd be like, you spent what? On on $50,000 on a car payment? Girl, you got too much car for your paycheck. You got – what is your net worth? Income. What is your debt to income ratio? Increase your income, increase your interest, increase your isolationism from other nations in Europe. What's your debt to income ratio, Ethan? My DTI, barely yeah. enough what's to your afford. CAC? What's your what's your LGTV? Barely enough to afford my mortgage is what my debt to income ratio Over. is. <laughs> uh, I actually, oh, never mind. You got a mortgage, so you probably do have a really. It's a really, it's pretty uh, high, but my I don't have any other close. debt other than my mortgage. We don't have any car payments, we don't have any student nice. loan payments, we don't have any credit nice. card payments. So it's high, but it's just one thing, you know. Yeah. So. We have nothing. Works out. No which debt, is not no, great. No debt, no income. No ratio. No debt, no income. Our, for a while there, but... <laughs> but now you're living Hey, life. you know, if, you're, if you have no debt and walk around with 10 bucks in your pocket, you're richer than most Americans. That's a really good point. I actually... Oh, I didn't think about how I have a negative net worth now. That sucks. Well, it's a good thing that you're 27 and net worth is just a fake number. Doesn't mean much. No, it's a real number. I want someone to be able to Google Ethan Stevie net worth and have some suspicious website tell them just a random number and have them believe it. And then well, in terms of opportunity podcast, in terms of opportunity uh, cost, <laughs> opportunity you podcast. own this. There's an opportunity cause you own half of this podcast, which means you're yeah, at least a, worth five like million dollars. A whole twelve dollars. We're going to the moon and we're taking our audience with us. So if you we listen are. to this podcast every week now, we will Venmo you five dollars every time we make a million. <laughs> what a deal. That's what we call sharing the wealth, baby. <laughs> yeah, we should be shareholders. Can we get people to buy stock in our podcast? Is that yeah, it's called Patreon? Patreon.com oh. You can oh. join in. But people people don't want to hear about our debt to income ratio. They don't want it. They don't care about our finances. They don't care about how we cook the books to make it look like to the government that we're actually losing money every year, even though we are. Um, people want to know, know that we were talking about houses. He just DM me on Discord a GIF from Futurama where Doctor uh, Zoidberg is walking around in a clamshell, and he goes, "Look at me, I'm Doctor Zoidberg, homeowner." Maybe he bought a house. Maybe he bought a house. I don't know. He did oh, buy a house. Nice. I remember he was pre- he asked for prayers about that specifically. Um, so good for him. But people don't care about this. People care about oh. the, the dating advice that we are going to provide. Welcome to the doctor's office. The wait, you've arrived 30 minutes before your appointed time, and we're not going to make you wait another hour after that. We're going we're gonna to see you right away for once. So step, step on in. Let me get that little triangle-shaped hammer. And I'm going to use it on your heart to find a reflex so that you can live a life of love. But Ethan, yeah, you know, our yeah. audience is what is so short-sighted. You know, they're thinking about the short term. How am I going to find a honey? Katie Rose How am I gonna find isn't a that bow? short. <laughs> How am I going to find a bow for today? She doesn't mm. need to find a bow. She's got Jesus. She's yes. going to the nuns. You're saying B-E-A-U-X. Yes, a bow. But they're not thinking. What about your second marriage? What about (laughs) what about your golden years when when your when your loved when your beloved is unfortunately passed on and there's another person? I see. You know. Um, So Ben sent us this question. Uh, This person says, "I've got an interesting question, but it's not about me. It's about my grandma." (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so right off Goodness. the bat, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, we, need a, we needed a gerontologist here in the in the mix. Um, wait, hold on. I I guess I just assumed that the grandma, her husband, is dead, but I don't actually know if you this just, is. Um... You just really took a swing there. This is like oh, never mind. Grandma is dead. So we're moving on. We're moving assuming on. that an old person's husband is dead is like assuming a woman is pregnant without without her telling you. You might you know? be right, but what does it profit you? At what cost? So, at what cost? So my grandparents had another old couple set of friends. Uh, that they would hang out with from time to time. The last okay. two years, my grandma and the wife of the other friend have passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently in the last few months, the man has been pursuing my grandma. Wild. At first, they were going out to lunches and stuff. I think he was paying. Then my mom and my uncle told her what was going on and she had a convo with the man. She made it clear she was not interested in getting married again or anything sexual. Good for you, grandma. She said, and he said that was fine, but he wanted to be a friend. He wanted to have a friend, like having a go-to person to hang out with and drive to each other's medical appointments. Sounds great. But I don't want to be old. (laughs) Even after this conversation, things seem to keep changing. Apparently, he started changing the way he dresses as well. My mom called to tell me a few weeks ago they're spending a lot of time together. I still don't think she's interested in him. She feels that since they talked about it, then he knows that it's all fine. I'm not so sure. The reason I wanted to ask is I'm worried that she'd use him for help and hang out with him and then hang him out to dry when he needs that help reciprocated. Men, do y'all think that sounds like the behavior of a guy who's still going for a deeper relationship? Ethan? Doctor? Yeah. Dude, yeah. dudes dudes don't change, bro. Dudes are the same. Dude, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> this is funny. This, that means that that means that middle school Patrick was actually just also eighty year old Patrick. Dude, like if how, I was if I was eighty years old, I'd be the same guy. <laughs> how crazy is it that this guy has been friend zoned, even though the woman who he's pursuing has a dead husband? Like you are, you, she has her options presumably very limited, right? Because she's <laughs> she's old. Everyone she knows is dead. Everyone's younger it's than her. It's also good. It's also good to know that women don't change where yeah. she is clueless she's that like, he likes her. She's like, oh, yeah, we'll just keep hanging out and surely nothing bad will come of this. It's like we're just all the same. Humans are just the same forever. <laughs> we never change until we die. <laughs> I actually heard a story about this. One of my friends uh, when I was at Tulsa, I think his grandparents or like his grandpa, like his grandmother died and his grandpa remarried. And it was this exact same situation where they had like a close couple friend and then the opposite gender died. And then they mm-hmm. they just ended up pairing up and now they're husband and wife. And it's like, it seems to be a good, you know, a good thing to do if, because uh, otherwise why you're not? just like, yeah, why not? Really? Like you already have enough, you have like a filial relationship, you know, you're like friendly, you know each other really well. Like you're obviously friends mm-hmm. with his, her husband. Um, so like, you know, it seems to make sense now plus it's like if you fall down and you don't have the life alert what are you going to do there's a lot of other questions right like who's gonna who's gonna put you in the little in the in the little chair that up the stairs who's gonna gonna read to you a story about Mm -hmm. when you were young and building a house while you slowly drift away from alzheimer's and then you both pass away in the same bed who's gonna do that is that the what is that the notebook that's the notebook the notebook I was going to yeah. guess Marley and me, but I <laughs> you think Marley and me is about a woman dying of Alzheimer's and her is husband it, reads her a book. <laughs> isn't the woman named Marley? No, the Marley is a dog. <laughs> oh, 
I just knew it was sad. I don't really know. And he gets I, shot at the end or something. Really? Oh, that's pretty no, cool. I don't think so. I think he just died. You just that's I think old that's Yeller. old you're thinking of old Yeller. I mean yeah. I mean old Yeller could be a metaphor. We killed dogs. For... We killed dogs different back then. <laughs> they didn't just get put down or whatever. Yeah. Nowadays everything's so sanitized. These kids are so they're so weak. Nowadays you your just dog bring died. your oh your dog died you bring your dog room. you bring your dog to oh, the vet no. and the vet's like he's gonna go play with the petunias and he injects it with some kind of lethal concoction of of who knows what back in the day you had to, if you wanted to kill your dog you had to get a gun load it and shoot it in the back of the skull and then bury the dog this was you had not to a, distract it and then clean up. Right. You had to you had to get invested. You, you had, had to, to not, trick the you dog. You had to not only shoot the dog, you had to fool the dog into thinking that it was going to keep living for <laughs> longer than five. Because the dog can tell. Right, right. The dog can tell that like something's <laughs> changed. It's the, it's the same <laughs> All of thing. a sudden. <laughs> right. It's the same thing with old people. You know, like back in the day, if if you had Alzheimer's, they would just like leave. The caravan would just go on without you. Like they would just leave <laughs> you. They were cruel back then. But now it's like, oh, we got to get them you know, a life-size poster of Bob Barker to make them feel at home, you know? It's it's just, it's we're so, more and we're so weak. We drop them off, we yeah. drop them off, and we siphon their retirement into, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, a big a big care facility, and they just waste away. They just, they literally just where, sit there and uh, eat they jello. Just, they waste away with like a, a, a woman with an associate's degree. Yeah, who's making Instagram videos. Yeah. Goes, Okay, Mrs. Rosenblatt, it's time to eat your applesauce. And she's like, I used to work for Donald Trump's friend, the billionaire. You know, <laughs> my grandma is not going to a nursing home. I know. <laughs> she's my my grandfather would rather die than let my grandmother go into a nursing home. He is he takes oh, very good care of her. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for this situation, I don't know. I mean, you can tell your grandmother whatever you want, but I feel like. It's different telling a 22-year-old girl to not lead someone on than it is like – because this woman, if she doesn't want to marry him, she ain't going to marry him, you know? Um, yeah. She's she's like, I mean, how much time has she I got left? Why would you marry someone that you don't want to if you don't have to? Yeah, you don't uh, have to. You stop so, caring what people think. That is something that changes. You stop doing things because you think you have to. <laughs> and the, and the other thing – the other thing with the with the old guy, you know, he starts he's, – he's changing how he's dressed. He's starting to wear pants up to his nipples like they used to back in the day with a little tie. <laughs> like Giuliani when he's <laughs> I love that picture, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> he's got the club behind him. It's Photoshop, but it looks like it could – it's like just – close enough that it could be real like that his his torso could be a foot long and we don't we just didn't know this whole time <laughs> oh that's yeah. so funny but anyway this guy he's wearing the pants that are up super high he's wearing the little tie he's got a little you know fedora on and a jacket his shoes are two-toned he feels good he feels clean he's trying to impress this woman but if it doesn't work out he's old like he's gonna be one dead or two fine because he's old like <laughs> yeah, he's this guy this guy lived him. through pearl harbor 9 11 um nixon uh uh you know jfk he lived um, through the whole we didn't start the fire song he lived through the whole down. we didn't start the fire song he lived through the first black president um and the first gay president the first same gay president. president same guy apparently um a lot of buzz going on about that he's been through it all like this woman not being interested in him it's not even gonna it's not even a blip on the radar you know doesn't Com- matter compared to what he's seeing on cnn every night or fox news depending on 
the flavor. Yeah, there's really there's nothing you can do, unfortunately, because there is the Dave Ramsey rule. It's the diaper rule. It's uh, if someone has has wiped your butt, they probably don't care what you have to say about money or relationships. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Or so if you like, I have, I have given, I've if they given remember my, gave, a national tragedy that you don't remember, then they, they don't care. You know, I gave, I gave my grandfather advice one time and it was a moment of, of like, it was a singular moment in that mm -hmm. I knew it would never happen again and had never happened before. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're so if it, it was unsolicited, it never would have sunk in. <laughs> Yeah, I just I typically when I talk to old people, I keep it really superficial because I'm just afraid of like what will happen if you like get an old person vulnerable. Um, because it's just like, I don't know the last time that they were, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what I'll become responsible for if this person starts talking about their real feelings to me. And I, I just can't. You're just old. Bottled up. You have a nice watch on your wrist. And that's all I need to know about you. Please yep. don't you know don't don't take us any further but yeah you, you don't have any responsibility here let them be no they'll be fine they'll either be fine or they'll be dead and it's gonna be over so as as it is with us all it'll either be fine or it'll be or we'll be dead are really the two options oh, oh. I'm sorry i just yawned i'm sorry sir yawns a very, lot over here it's been ridiculous all right yeah. um okay next question i'm ready my wife wants to boil corn for dinner when I own both a charcoal and propane grill. Do we need counseling? Probably, but not for that. Um, all right. Let me see. Corn can be boiled. I don't understand the... If you, you can boil a bunch of corn cobs at the same time. I think that was just and, from Ben. He and you like... slather them with, with butter and salt and pepper. It's pretty good. It doesn't need to be grilled. Grilled corn is a special, it's like its own thing, you know? And then when yeah. you eat the like the corn kernels that have been on, like the grilled, you know, stick, what is it called? The grate. Yeah. Then it's like those are gross and the rest of them are fine. But I kind of like the the juiciness of a of a corn boiled cob. Yeah. With, I'm a, pretty, with, I'm a, pretty, with I'm a half a stick of butter on it and a, and some salt and some pepper. Come on. Yeah. I think I think you need therapy, bro. Dude, sour cream. Oh. Lime. Oh, lime. Mexican street corn. Paprika. Chili powder. Ridiculous. Just because your wife Hello, is Mexican. Oh, I'm quite a new Mexican. listener to your. What? Just because your wife is one fourth Mexican doesn't mean that you. Oh, I was one half Mexican. Just because your My wife son is one fourth Mexican. Just because you are uh, Mexican by blood doesn't mean that you have a an authority <laughs> to speak about Mexican street corn. <laughs> please. Yes, I do. There was a Mexican never... street corn truck that used to park outside of our church on Mondays. And I would frequent that establishment. All right, next question. Hello. Hi. I am quite a new listener to your podcast. I enjoy yeah. listening, especially to your dating-related questions. Thank you. About myself, I am a mid-20 female. Don't talk about yourself. No, 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 no. Catholic you're, currently. You're great. <laughs> Mid-20s female currently in her first ever new relationship that happens okay. to be long distance. Cool. My boyfriend, in many ways, much better at communication than I am. Yep. He, for now, he's, I'm just kidding. He's been the one who really putting in the work of texting me, uh, though I grew and through that, I grew to trust him over the last uh, half year. We've seen each other twice. Mm -hmm. However, it's been a month since I've seen him and he's not asking me when we'll see each other again. I don't want to be the pushy one, mm -hmm. but maybe for me, physical contact is more important than for him. How do I communicate best to him that I need a more regular time frame and how often we see each other without sounding too needy? I already told him once and he said he would visit me in three months. 
For me, that's a very long time. And I wouldn't mind taking a trip up to him sooner. Thanks in advance for answering my question. What so do you think, Doc Reed? They're dating? They're, they're, dating. In a, they're in a relationship? How long have they yeah, been in she a wants to. She wants to know um, how to say, I want to see you more often without sounding too needy. Okay. I think, um, does it say how far away they are? It's just for no. context. Okay. It appears to be, it's far enough that it doesn't make sense for them to see yeah. each other off every day. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think here's, is very, week. this is very delicate. So maybe write this down. I would like to see you more often. How can we make that happen? Sincerely me, your girlfriend, <laughs> your girlfriend who you're it's, committed to. It, this is not you, you're worried about nothing here this is like like you're in a relationship with him he likes you you're like you're dating you're in a relationship and so i feel like if you yeah. ha, like desire to see him more and you don't say that then what are you dating him for you know like if you don't trust him enough to, to say it then that's a problem so i would yeah, just i would like, just come out and say like exactly what you said to us say that to him Especially if you, especially if you like say that you would be willing to go visit him. Mm -hmm. Right. I would be surprised if he was like, no, thank you. And if he yeah. does do that, that's a red flag. That's exactly. a red flag that I didn't see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you remember that one? That was oh, I, I recall. That was weird. <laughs> um, even my friends who were with me on that trip were like, Dude, that's kind of weird. And I was like, nah, nah, it's no, fine. it's normal. It's normal. She's busy. Yeah, she was like angry that her boyfriend surprised her by coming home. You know, that's normal. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's a red flag. Watch out for that one. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, he shouldn't. It, I'm sure you're reading too much into it. I, I guarantee you that. No, I don't guarantee. I don't know this yeah. guy. I but um this feels like a pretty big nothing burger to me. I, like just yeah. say. If people just were able to say what they want without accusing, like you can just like just say what you want without making it about him. It's just, hey, I want these things in our relationship. How can we achieve those things together? And then mm -hmm. you're, you're all of a sudden you're having a productive conversation. The only way this could be bad is if you said you don't touch me enough and you live too far away. And it's like, well, that's nobody's gonna too accusatory. Yeah, but if you just say what you want. Any good, decent boyfriend would be like, okay, I would like to help, you know? Yeah. So. Normal. Yeah. I, you're, you're doing great. You're not mid. You are in your 20s. Uh, keep it up. You know, we've all been there. It's hard to communicate sometimes. All right, Ethan. Yeah. What do you think about dating in college? Oh, I really don't think it's a good idea for me to start dating when I have another four years total of school, although I will be financially stable during and after. For context, I'm a Catholic junior in college of the male variety with more than two years of undergrad or sorry, two more years of undergrad. After that, I'm getting my master's. Mm -hmm. I also have the tendency to overthink things. Yes. Being single and just hanging out with the boys is loads of fun, but there are many eligible Catholic women where I'm at. I'm afraid it will be much harder to find and woo my future spouse once I'm in grad school. The Catholic community here is awesome, so maybe I need to make the most of it. And even if I end up dating someone for several years before marriage, or maybe I need to relax, my 13 kids aren't going to spring into existence by themselves. It's a good point. Better get on it. With a master's degree, I wonder how you're going to get 13 kids. Yeah, you're, you're dooming yourself to a life of making $36,000 a year forever. <laughs> you should be overqualified. Hey, talk to me, we're hiring. Hey, thanks. <laughs> um, 
dude, college. I think you misunderstand. I think you misunderstand what college is. College is not a place to go to get trained for the workforce. College is a socially reinforced four year sabbatical where, wherein you can find a spouse. That's That's what it's for. That's what it's for. Some, not everybody finds a spouse in college, but for a, a large majority of people, but, find, but Patrick, college there. used to college used to be only met. Yeah, that's because people lived nearby, and you would go find a spouse well, from there. And back then, you've, you'd you would just marry the local fifteen year old girl. You know, like it was just you just would pluck one out of the of the pumpkin patch. We've <laughs> when taken. It was, we've taken. When there was a full taken, moon, <laughs> we've taken marrying the local fifteen year old. girl. <laughs> Come on, say it. Get through it. You're correct. Uh-huh. to you know you put them in a dorm together and they just make it happen you know yeah. just i've been thinking about how um all the good things about fraternities are all the bad things about sororities <laughs> <laughs> go on like just the fact like it's the good thing about fraternities is that it's a bunch of guys living together and the bad thing about sororities is that it's a bunch of girls living together <laughs> The good thing about fraternities is that they have like, you know, standards that the upperclassmen enforce on the lowerclassmen about how they should dress and how they should act. And the bad thing about sororities is that the upperclassmen <laughs> have standards about how the lowerclassmen should act and dress. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, I was. It yeah, is. It's, it's like. No, this is this is the same. It's the same thing about Exodus ninety and Fiat mm-hmm. ninety. Oh, dude, Fiat ninety. The women, I love all the ladies. If you're listening to this, you're from the University of Tulsa. I love you and I care about you. But the women were absolutely miserable for the entire period of time that we were doing Fiat 90 because they were just, they were all hungry and mad. And it was it like, and then there's nobody had fun for 90 days because the guys were doing Exodus and the girls were doing Fiat. And so we all just kind of hung out and drank water and it sucked. It was just like awful. <laughs> don't recommend getting together with my exodus getting together with my exodus group was like we would talk about like yeah dude i just i've since i've been fasting every wednesday and and friday i just like dropped like 15 pounds like no way and the girls like i cannot step on a scale (laughs) you're not allowed to step on a scale during fiat 90 did you know that i did not know that i have to go get my son so we just need to pause for like two minutes i'll be right back We're just going to keep the recording going. And Ryan, you'll just edit this perfectly. This episode of The Crunch is sponsored by Gather, a Catholic dating app. Go to comegather.app to download it now. Patrick, I'm very excited about this partnership with the Gather dating app. Me too. I'm excited too. This is what we needed. This is what we needed. Uh, It's Look, all right. So we have a dating show, right? We thought we had a comedy podcast. We really just have a dating show. We're really just here (laughs) to connect. We're here to not only are people dating, breaking up, getting married, people are coming up to us in person and telling us that their wives are pregnant because of our podcast. Exactly. So, so we if you want that to be your wife, or I mean the gather dating up. <laughs> if you want us to impregnate no, just... <laughs> That's not what I meant at all. <laughs> if you want that's not what you meant. No. Um so the <laughs> So we partnered with a, we wanted to find a dating app that, that worked for our audience. And so we, we, we met these great folks at gather. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, they, they're normal Catholics like you and me, they go mm-hmm. to daily mass. They yes. want to get souls to heaven through the sacrament of marriage. That's what they told us. And so 
uh, their mission is to just like us help you get married, not, you know, take your money. And so that's, that's the, uh, that's why we wanted to partner with this app. Yeah. We think it's a great deal for you guys. One thing I really love about it. One, it's free. It's it. You don't have to pay any money. You can download the app. You can make an account. You can put like other dating unlike apps that other... may or may not have sponsored allegedly sponsored. <laughs> that we cannot mention, but we will. <laughs> or else it will be declamation. But um, <laughs> you mean defamation, and also it's not defamation. I don't know what the words mean. But it's free to sign up. You just get the hottest pictures. I mean, the most modest pictures of you. Whatever you want to do. Whatever your vibe is. Take and, pictures of you listening to this podcast. And the whole thing is is that on this app, what they're trying to do is they're trying to connect you with all the other single Catholics in your area. There could be someone perfect for you at the parish over and you would never know them and never meet them. There could be someone across town in your same state, in your same metroplex, and you'd never, never have the opportunity to meet them. But the Gather app solves that problem. So you should go to comegather.app, download it now, iTunes, Android store, uh, Google Google, I don't know what the, it's called on the Google side, but that's, you want to it's download just, it. Yeah, it's Google on the, Play. it's on the Google, um, come gather dot app. This is the way that you're going to, uh, to meet someone. I think one it's problem, great. one problem that we get from, we get a lot of questions from people when one problem they have when they're, you know, reaching out to us, even folks on some Catholic dating sites, they're they're on Catholic dating sites because they're like mom wants them to marry someone Catholic, not because they have like authentic Catholic values. That's not why they're there. And so people run into issues where the people they're meeting on these other Catholic dating sites are not they don't share their level of of commitment. Mm-hmm. But they one interesting stat they told us that eighty percent of the users on this app go to mass at least once a week. Right. So the odds like, of this meeting is like someone, real real Catholic yeah. hours, real dating yes. Catholic hours exactly. on on the Gather app. So what you're gonna do. Come gather.app, download it, put put get the profile ready, meet some other it's a free app. people. Like, what are you it's a lose? free app. What do you, there's nothing to lose. So download it. Uh, if we had a code, I'd give you a code. We don't have a code. So just download come gather. Just download the app. Yeah. Come gather.app. That's the place to be. Thank you so much for gather to gather for sponsoring this episode of the crunch. Come gather.app. We'll see you in the rest of the episode. All right, we're back. Cool. <clears throat> um, yeah, date in college. You are overthinking it. It's not a big deal. Date in college. Ask people out. It doesn't have to be serious. You can just go on dates with women. Worst case, you'll go on dates with women and it'll be fine. It, it just, oh, just the people. College is not a big deal. School is not oh, a yeah, big deal. Oh, yeah, just ask just ask girls out. It'll be fine. Grad school's not they'll a big deal. They'll say yes or they'll say no. Those Your are classes are not so important. None of this is important. It's all made up. Like everything about the academic institution is made up. You can cheat. You can lie. You can steal. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nick texted me yesterday. He's like, he's like overhearing this conversation in the library. It's like, guys, I totally slept through aerospace today. Like that's crazy. And I was, he, I was like, that's just what college is. A bunch of people bragging about how bad they are at learning about the job they want to do. <laughs> yeah. It is really and it's like, oh, I'm no so bizarre. glad that this guy who's going to build rockets slept through a class on how to build rockets. But this is, the, it just so, it proves to you how little important it is that you actually pay attention yeah. to these classes because you learn everything you need to know at the actual job. The and job. so like outsourcing yeah. job training to college doesn't make any sense. So ipso facto, college just exists to like pair people up socially and that's why it exists as an institution it's mm. not important whatever 
you're fine. Have fun. I'm sure your master's degree is going to be really valuable and like a really good investment for you. Unlike everybody else who's ever gotten a master's degree. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you're getting it because you know, for a fact that it'll do something for you. Don't get it. Don't just get it because you think you need it, man. It's just, or because it'll be nice to have. Yeah. I can't, (laughs) I see, sometimes I see people like post on Twitter and they're like, Hey, you know, please help me. I'm going into my last year of my master's degree. You know, I could use some money. And I'm like, why did you sign up for a master's degree if you didn't know if you could pay for it? Like, you're not going to make any more money and you're just going into more debt. And now you're asking on Twitter for support. And it's just like, dude, what's going on? You know, I just, I just wonder, like someone, someone lied to these people. Someone has lied to you <laughs> at some point. If you like get a master's degree. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry. I've stopped. I, I've to, I told you I've stopped telling people about my master's degree because. Yeah. Hey, sorry about that. You're good, dude. I think I bought us some time. All right. Okay. Uh, next question. Next question. This is the last one. Okay, All good. Right. We can make the most of it. What is the best known to my local circle of friends that I'm 100% open to being set up. It feels weird to randomly bring it up, but maybe I'm just making it weird. I'm worried it might make me sound desperate, but I'm really tired of online dating and I prefer to date some of my friends already vetted for me, so to speak. Now, if you're tired of online dating, you haven't tried every app yet. Go to- <laughs> That's true. Comegather.app is the place to go to uh, rectify whatever you're talking about. So you can just ignore this advice and go to comegather.app right now. Download that. Download the app. That's the place to be. Or doubleheader, take our advice and support our sponsor. I know. Um, Ethan, what do you think? What what are when I'm with my friends, I speak very candidly about what I want. Oh, oh yeah. What are you? Oh boy, do you? What are you trying to say? Very candid. You think I'm a candid guy? Yeah, I think you're very candid. I think and you, that and most you're saying people that's bad. know you most. No, you're putting words into my mouth. And you hate me for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, stop. I'm full. <laughs> Please. What, what no am more I words. When have mouth. I ever been? When have I ever been candid with you? Um. Well, you very often speak what's on your mind. You you generally don't um don't care what people think about you. I don't know about um, that. Well, you don't care. You 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 tend to not take other people's feelings into consideration. Is that a better way to phrase it? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know I was walking into an intervention right was, on I, a podcast live. Listen, I don't do I do that. I do the same thing, you know. I I I what, you don't think I do that? Uh, no, I think you I think you're generally very considerate and and kind. Um and I'm I'm just this heartless, you know, <laughs> creep, candid you're a creature. From Kingdom Hearts. I'm heartless from. Uh, you're a the, slug man. I'm, I well, that's always been true. Anyway, um, when I'm with my friends, I'm very candid, and I think a lot of people are. They just like say to their friends, like, "Hey, this is what I want in my life," and their friends are like, "Cool, let's help you get there." And uh, so yeah, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering, like, why you're asking why? us well, what what to say to your friends? Like, shouldn't you know what yeah. to say to your friends? Um, like they're your friends. So just say mm. it. I, I feel like I feel like most nine times out of ten, it's just you just say it. You just gotta click it. You just gotta say it. 
and that's say it, yeah. that's the solution to this problem. Um, but the but the real question is is like who do you want to be set up with? And one of these ladies, do they have like a maybe a brother, you know, maybe a a widowed father that uh, you're trying? To, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you could to. date that guy's you grandpa. Could, you could date that guy's <laughs> grandpa. That would be really yeah. cool for you. Listen, um, age is just a number. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's an important number. <laughs> yeah. Because because I think maybe, I mean, nobody says like, hey, I'm Listen, totally baby, willing. Debt to income ratio is just a number. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to convince the bank that my credit score is just a number and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I know I got a useless master's degree, but come on. Yeah. Debt to income ratio is just a number. That ties all of them together. Come I think. on. Just because Except my credit score starts with a four doesn't mean that you can't let me in the building. You know what <laughs> I mean? Let me just talk to the guy. Dude, listen, even if your credit score starts with a six, you could still fail a credit check at Dollar Rent a Car twice. That's true. So let me talk to matter. let me talk to the big man. Let me talk to JP Morgan Chase and see. I, I think I could convince him of what the guy is, who sunk the Titanic? Hmm. The guy who sunk the Titanic, J.P. Morgan. Is that what happened? He owned. Oh, because it's because it's Jewish and it's iceberg. Is that the, is that the joke? Well, it wasn't. Now it is. <laughs> now it no, is. J.P. J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic and he sunk oh, it, so that he could so he get the tax money. the tax write off or the no the insurance money the declamation of it all. Um, yeah, he got the declamation of the decimation of the Titanic. Yeah. So. Odds are, if someone's saying like, oh, I would just, no one randomly says like, oh, I would love to be set up with someone. There's probably someone that you want to be set up with. So I would just say like, just go have to go to whoever the person is that knows the person hey, you want to be set up with yeah. and just say, hey, would you set me up with um, uh, Billy? I would love Johnson. to get to know, I would love to get to know Billy Johnson and um, William Dick, as he's called in some, some circles. Yes. Uh, but like, just just go up and say, like, if there's someone that you know of, there's no reason to. What are we? What are we pretending for? Like, what? Why is it? Why is anybody? Everybody wants to get married. Everybody wants to meet love. Everyone wants to. So why are we tiptoeing around? Why are we just like? I just don't understand. It just boggles my mind that there are people. It's out funny. There. It is funny that people are like. I'm afraid that people will know that I want yeah. to. What if, what if someone uh, finds out that I'm a I'm a I'm a person who wants to reproduce? What if, you know. What if someone finds out that I yearn, Jerry? <laughs> what if someone finds out my yearning? Telling, if people if someone, know my desires, they have yeah. power over me. But you run into this in you run into, I run into this in sales sometimes. Sometimes I, I ask parishes what their goals are as a parish, and they they why well, okay I've had this happen once. Yeah, I talked to a parish and I was like, "What are your goals?" And they're like, oh, "We don't tell you that. You tell us what you do." You know, they didn't want to tell me their mm-hmm. desires for fear of I would manipulate those desires, but I was there to help them. You know, I'm their friend. I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to help have them do something that's bad for them because right. then I would have a bad, that would be bad. It would reflect poorly on me also as a church. You know, they're your friends. They don't have, they don't have what's out for you. They're not out for you. They have you need to be, you, you need to be like the first song in a Disney animated film. You need to very clearly state overrated and overplayed on radio. I don't know. You need to very clearly state what you want. Okay. Oh yeah. You are, you are young Hercules and you want to be, you know, normal. You are, uh, you are Quasimodo and you want to be normal. Um, you are, uh, what is it? The, the, who's the mermaid? Um, the little mermaid and you want to be uh normal you are um 
the Lion King and you want to be uh, king, <laughs> that's that one is pretty explicit. Uh, you are. Uh, what's the other? What's the other one that I'm missing? Was it with your Tarzan? What's the other one? What? Yeah, you're Tarzan and you want to be uh, yeah. normal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of these Disney movies are like forcing conformity in the spirit of rebellion. Have you noticed that? You just described liberalism the yeah. most succinctly that anybody has ever described it. Well done. Forcing forcing conformity with the spirit of rebellion. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. old French Revolution doing it. It's back at it again, but this time with show tunes. Reinforcing the social order. <laughs> the French Revolution, but with show tunes. It's just lame is. The French Revolution with show tunes is just 90s Disney films. <laughs> All right. Anyway, it's over for us. It's at the end you've of got, the night. You've got, you've got baby tears all over I your got, shoulder. I do have babies slobber and tears. And uh, he's poor guy. He just gets so worked up, you know, and then he's all and then he can't fall asleep. And he's standing at the edge of the crib and he's, he's like, ah, get me out of here. And then if you like hold him for just a little bit and you're not supposed to do this, you know, you're supposed to like let him figure out how to fall asleep on their own. But sometimes you're just like, if I just hold you for an extra minute, then when I lay you down, you'll just cry, but then you fall asleep. Instead of like, if I hold you for 30 seconds and I put you down, you didn't relax enough. And then you get hyped. He gets hyped back up. It's just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you do have to wait and see if he, this is what we, this is what we did, but mm-hmm. it was a little easier than Peter. Yes. Um, so I will not, I will not compare. Mm. but um yeah you gotta what what a friend of ours said was just let him cry for as long as you can stand it <laughs> because it's hard and then let him calm all the way down and then put him down and try again yeah That's what I, uh, yeah that wouldn't work for me because i can just i can tune it out you know I'll oh just, yeah i'll sit in the other room i'll make some instagram reels i'll you know i'll read a book <laughs> Emma, it's like it's, it goes like he cries for like thirty seconds. She's like, "We gotta get him. We gotta. It's gotta be over. You know, it's gotta stop." Mm. Uh, but you know, maybe I'm I'm heartless and you know, can too candid. One with, of you, uh, one of you, one of you needs to be able to put his emotions aside. That's just reality. Yeah, good like for parenting. You, one one person needs to feel like his. This is like this is what this is what Cardinal. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Anyway, it's in the book. He'll, he talks about like a a, a a spiritual motherhood is letting a child know that he's loved mm-hmm. regardless of what he does, and spiritual fatherhood is letting a child know that something is expected of him. Right. So there's like, you need both of those things to be a fully formed human. You can't mm-hmm. never experience sympathy, or you'll become a monster. Right. But you can also never experience hardship, or you'll just become a baby. Yes. Um. Now he is a baby, so there's a little bit of breathing room there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you would just—it is funny though to look at your kid and be like, "Like, what do you, what do you, yo, you want more food? You don't have a job. What are you, baby? Yeah, you like a baby. Some kind of baby. That is funny. That is a really funny joke. Yeah, it's funny to call uh, the baby the baby. It's one you say in your head. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I get it. Um. Well, sorry for the the choppy slash shorter episode. It's late. Uh, We got interrupted a few times by the kid, but we got a this is end of the dating. I would like to thank Gather for sponsoring this episode. Make sure you listen to the ads. Uh, They're sponsoring us for the next several episodes. So, uh, go to comegather.app. Check them out. Download it. You listen to them. Yeah. They're not like like boring. Yeah. We did some jokes. we talk about a few things. We goof off. We talk about a new thing about the app every time, so mm-hmm. it's fun. You definitely want to check it out. We're in the same clothes as the yeah. episode. So. 
So thank you for download that app. That really helps us out, and it really helps out uh, obviously gather because they want more people using it. Don't download it if you're married. Like, don't. I mean, I get you're trying to help us out, but like, that's not what they're. We want single people downloading this app. So if you're single, and you live in any city, um, you know, download it. We, download just, it and then set up a profile with your friend. Have a friend set it up with you, so that you know that it's uh, you're not putting any cringe on there. So yeah, yeah. And if you're married or you're in a relationship, you don't need a dating app. A great way to support the show is by going to Patreon, patreon.com slash the crunch, and you can support the show. If you support at $10 a month, which with inflation is basically $3 a month, then uh, you get a bonus episode every week on Fridays. Yeah. So please head over. It really, really helps us out. We're really trying to grow the show. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening. We talk a lot about about that on the bonus episode. Um, we jokingly refer to it as the business cast because we like to share Patriots what's going on. The business cast. They yeah. love it because we like to share what's going on with the with the podcast and the things that we're doing behind the scenes and the exciting stuff that's going on. And there's there's a lot in the next uh, several months. We're so, taking the money that you give and turning it into making the podcast better, like yes. not just you know cutting ourselves a check and taking it. In fact, straight we, to work. We very moment. rarely cut ourselves a check. So indeed. We'd like to cut ourselves a check more often. So if you would get yeah. a Patreon.com, that's going to be helpful. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? If you ever need someone to set you up, let me know because I will find someone. Spoiler alert, they will be a random person I select from Instagram. Or we can find them on comegather.app. Go to comegather.app. Yes. Sorry, comegather.app. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We will be praying for you, and we will see you.